0: Dear listener, as this episode commences you may find yourself wondering why the most talkative member of the cast seems strangely quiet. The truth is that when we recorded this session, Stuart lost his recording in a computer crash. Being good friends and an elite team, we used our next session to re-record the whole thing. Incredibly, Stu managed to once again lose his recording of the first section. So, sadly, we have lost some quality lols. But, without wanting to create a blame culture here, let us have no illusions. Stu lost them. It's Stuart's fault. All right. It's excellent. It's party time. It's crudely drawn swords. <laughs> I'm up to the minute. This is what the kids are talking about these days.
1: Andrew WK uh, is all about the partying.
0: All about the partying. And You're, he follows
1: and, me on Twitter. Yeah. He'll definitely tweak back.
0: Good, good information. Irrelevant, but good information. So, where we left off was that Enigma died, but she got better. And everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing has gone wrong. Enigma was recovered in more or less pristine state. Bambri got a cool tattoo. Uh,
2: Two cool tattoos, thank you. Yeah,
0: Bambri got two cool tattoos. Everyone else got at least... Cool. Everyone else got at least one cool tattoo. And Tristan has an opportunity to sing a lovely song. <clears throat> so we're going to assume that the next thing that happened was that you guys went off duty and maybe had a bit of a rest, healed up all them lost hits and uh, generally <coughs> slept off the after effects while, uh, while the watch tried to put out the remains of Hyde Mansion. And
1: Oh, we could turn it into flats. <laughs> and being like mm, bastard landlords. It is
0: ripe for redevelopment. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, glass fronts. You, you could. What? Open plan.
0: You could get some grand designs on that shit.
1: It had
2: a portal to, like, the bad guys' area, and someone else owned that building. I don't think that we've got looters' rights to it. We blew a bit of what? it up. If, if that's it, then let's fuck off everything else and just become property magnates. I'll burn down every fucking building in this city if that's how this works. Yeah, it, oh, that's arsonists. That's not
3: property magnates.
1: <laughs>
3: You've uh, mistaken the two quite.
1: If you're a property magnet, <laughs> you stand still and they just come towards you anyway.
2: <laughs> Summon house. It's <That's> our third <laughs> level we, a
0: wizard spell. I'll, I'll learn that next. Makes house hunting a lot easier. And then uh, as you get a little higher level, you get Melf's Acid House. Maybe we will start out with uh, Bambury's...
1: We'll have breakfast. Pancakes.
0: The refectory at Upton Priory is a relatively featureless stone hallway. Bending machine. i <laughs> love <laughs> have Kit Kat. It, it's actually a, it's a bending machine. You just put things in it and it bends them.
2: Bender B. Rodriguez, he's the best. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, the very bad. I've
1: just realized that's that's a reference, isn't it? Yeah. I've only just got one of the jokes in Futurama. <laughs> <Jeez>.
0: <laughs> Good job. After a long evening's lie-in, the hawks are That's just sleeping. Yeah. After a long morning <laughs> sleeping in, the Hawks have uh, come down for a late breakfast and the staff have actually stayed around, so there's some halfway cold scrambled eggs. And mm. a couple of uh, squires uh, half-heartedly squires. sweeping the floors um, while you have your breakfast. Jolly good. What, what kind of uh, what? What do the hawks favour?
2: I like um, <laughs> cocoa crispies. Real
1: manly I meal. Think we've probably lied, had a lie in long enough. It's probably brunch. So uh, I want eggs Benedict, please.
0: Well, of course you have those.
1: <laughs> so that, you- that's.
0: The kind of classic street food that Enigma would have grown up on, I imagine. Street
1: food. Oh, definitely. I I used to have that with the eggs poached on the back of a horse. (laughs) That's what you guys do, right? One hot horse. And I I had a street muffin.
3: Um, I will be tucking into a a delightful platter of hash browns, um, bacon, mushrooms, uh, scrambled eggs, and... Perhaps a little, uh, little black pudding, little black pudding. No, muesli on my full breakfast. Are you fit in your <laughs> Sorry, that's for <a>
1: pudding. <laughs> breakfast pudding.
0: Ooh. I love it. That
1: bacon was a bit rash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Let's leave it. Leave it. We can, <laughs> we can calm down. <laughs> but anyway, it's these details which tell us about the character who they really are. <laughs> <laughs> It.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna sit down nursing a bit of a hangover reach out and take a sip of my Excellent. strong black coffee Tristan?
2: Guys, we were dead No, no, Enigma was dead it, Yes, we were dead
4: We went to the land of the dead, that, that's as good as being dead I was uh, really dead Yeah, you
1: were dead dead <laughs> I was dead before it was cool
2: <laughs> like, We've learned an important thing here Like Enigma was a great big hero in that house yeah, and look Damn how right that turned out She died you were a big hero at the wall and you died. Percy's been a big hero throughout, but he's a paladin and therefore can't die. So <laughs> hanging out <laughs> in with you has taught me a very important thing. Don't be a hero. So I'd like to thank you for all of your moral guidances. Uh, next time I see like, a lady getting mugged or anything like that, I'm going to make sure I go the other way.
3: See, that's an interesting conclusion you've drawn. Uh, what I would say is the um, the correct conclusion would be be a paladin I will start your training <laughs> immediately I'll um, start looking around for some bricks to uh, load into a backpack
2: here's one to uh, uh, give
3: it to bamboo to carry around <laughs> <laughs>
1: so the first
3: law is brand a holy symbol into his forehead <laughs>
0: <laughs> the first law is abstinence
2: Anyway, we've, like, we've digged around for a night to yeah. recoup, but like, basically I've gone to have a look at the the information at the library. There was nothing, I take it, Ben, on Malahim. In... The name
0: did not appear, okay. and you might have spoken to the Quartermaster Corin as well. Uh, he hadn't heard of it. Okay.
3: Perhaps so... it's backwards well sorry Tristan but looks like your number's up did you have any <laughs> how do you want to spend your last few months
4: hey we still have a year
2: a year oh well
3: even better you know we could do a pretty good tour with that <laughs> you could do a going away yeah, tour
2: farewell tour they sell loads let's just try mm. and milk as much money as possible if you can write some extra songs that we can release after your death um, that'll sell even more um, we'll and get... if you
1: do a tour there's always a chance you'll accidentally go to Malahoe <laughs> mm,
2: yes that's right.
1: I've been working on some new tunes. Also, you were well
2: well happy about being dead a few minutes back. You were even claiming we were, you were dead when you weren't. So We
4: were in the land of the dead. We were kind
2: of dead. We weren't though. We were just visiting. It's a bit like if you, you know,
1: you were wanna be dead.
3: Yeah. If I go into Sudek, it doesn't make me Sudanese.
0: <laughs> Sudekees? Sudekwa? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Either way, look, I can ask the mirror where Malahim is and we can find out how long it'll take us to get there so that we can plan ahead. Because we might have other stuff to do, but if it turns out it takes six months to get to Malahim, wherever Malahim is, then we would probably need to leave today. Because he had a year and a day, and that was yesterday? Mm, yeah, just a year. I've got a mirror. Do you want to drop a beat again? Mirror, mirror in front of me. I need your help, I need to see Singers Hall specifically Malahim is where they'll be You'd think this'd be a simple task I'd rhyme at you and we get there fast All I'd need is a dot on a map Pretty sure he could've handled that Here's the problem will we come undone The maps that show this land total none For all we know the place is gone but Tristan's still got to play Dawn's song. So Magic Mirror, what skill could it be? How about cartography? Summon up a route and a map. To your surface, there's a good chap. Don't try and play me, don't make me a fool. Give me directions, my walk tool. Malahim is where we need to be. So hurry up and come help me. Given you'll be summing up knowledge of Malahim anyway, if you could let us know any interesting talking points, or maybe where a nice scenic picnic area is, that'd be great. <laughs> very
0: good uh, Okay Give give me a roll of Mirror Mirror
2: <laughs> Lil Poir Magnus spends four hours writing a poem Magnus rolls shit all
0: Woo. <laughs> Magnus rolls a seven
2: On int <laughs> That's with my plus three How fucking great is that? Literally, Banbury is smart as you can fucking be in this game, and yet I've managed the minimum required to make that spell work, but at least it's worked. But I get another fucking haiku.
0: The mirror begins to glow, and you hear a voice. It says, Eastern plains stretch far towards the distant sunrise. Once was a
2: city. Right, so it's in the east. It's not great.
0: The mountains are to the east. The mountains where you came from, where the wall was, that was at like the south end of the mountains. And then there's like a long mountain range that runs more or less north-south, up into Moresca. And beyond that are the Dry Fiefdoms, and beyond those, the open plains stretch away... For a very, very long distance If you uh, think that the overall continent that we're on Is maybe Australia size So once you go east of the mountains You start getting into a very wide open country And that's where the Orcs tend to live The Orc Hordes live out on the plains And there's various carved tribes out there But people don't have that much dealing with it It's not a well-known part of the world For the people in the Western Kingdoms Which are relatively
2: self-sufficient
1: This is going to be Orc Hordes (laughs) <laughs> You're going awkward mm. um,
2: How would people traditionally get to the east?
0: Typically there are occasional trade caravans Which uh, usually set out up the river And then past the mountains through Farndale And then make tracks across
2: the plain
1: We need... An archaeologist. <laughs>
2: Is this going to take more than six months? That sounds like a very long way away.
1: Can we call Time Team? Fly,
2: um, <laughs> <Blah>, you fools. <bulls. laughs> need to find some giant hawks.
1: Time Team, can we do ge- Uh you,
0: you do need to do geophys. Um
3: I think we should just plan this pre- farewell tour. You're like, it's <laughs> it's
1: going to be quicker.
0: Preceptor Arroyo comes in and looks around the room. Breakfast Preceptor? Oh, good morning, Percy. Morning. I've already uh, partaken. Thank you very much. But we wondered if you and maybe your crew could come and have a word with us, and we can tell you a little bit about what we've discovered during the night. He gives you a little nod. in
3: re- in
0: relation
2: to uh, In relation to what, Preceptor? Probably that face-changing guy we gave.
0: Yes in in, in relation to the prisoner that you uh, apprehended ah, yes. for us. Yes,
3: yes, yes. Uh, yes, certainly. We'll we'll be along. Yes. Let me just finish my uh, sausages. <laughs>
0: very good, very good I'm just going to really
3: slowly continue eating breakfast.
0: <laughs>
2: Percy slowly pushes over a watermelon towards me And then some guy yeah. at another table says Hey! <laughs> Day one of paladin trading Hide a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. Don't worry, we're not in a rush. Like
1: I'm going to steal one of his chips.
2: Just going to sort of sit back silently
3: and chew slowly, <laughs> looking at everybody else. <laughs>
2: <sighs> Come then, let's go. Brilliant. <laughs> theme tune. Hawks, 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 diddly do. I'm 100% like the Airwolf theme is common kind of property we're allowed to use that right <laughs> i'm sure i'm pretty sure tristan wrote it
1: the acoustic version is going to be amazing
2: uh,
1: yes actually
0: it'd be it'd be all right on mandolin anyway to continue <laughs>
2: do you know what the wolf of the air is if you ah. think about it
0: <laughs> it's a hawk Motherfuck. you get into the preceptor's office and both he and quartermaster Corin are in there they greet you all not just percy this time Corrin says quite brightly, Good morning, Bambury! He's probably uh, likes the fact that you're actually interested in some of this lore and maps and history stuff, because he has to deal with a lot of squires who really mostly want to uh, punch stuff and ride horses around the place. So uh, having someone who takes a little interest... Makes him very happy.
2: What's up, fella? Uh, have you got any maps of the Eastern Plains?
0: Well, we don't have anything of much detail. No, I'm afraid not. What What are you looking for?
2: There used to be a city called Malahim way out there. Like I think it's all orcs now over in the Eastern Plains. But there must have been a society big enough to build uh, a city and therefore organized enough to clearly not orcs. And we need to go there. So we basically need anything that shows any kind of structured, structured society that used to be way out east. Because we're going to have to head off in that direction. He says, hmm, this, this is rather interesting, actually.
0: I assume this relates to some one of your
2: encounters in the dead realms. Yeah, Tristan was trying to chat up some dead bird, and now we've got to go over there, otherwise he's dead as well.
1: Well, since everyone (laughs) he fancies gets killed, then I suppose it's just quicker to find him in the realm of the dead.
2: (laughs) Ouch! Ouch! (laughs) Ouch! Brutal. Take that. Yeah, alright, if we could get any copies of any maps
0: you've got, or any... The quartermaster says, well, I can see you've had a traumatic time. We we thought you might like to know. I'm afraid, although uh, the captain of the guard... Master Grey and our our Inquisitor here have been questioning the prisoner, whose name appears to be Rujek, by the way, but we haven't got much more than a name of him. He's proved a tough nut to crack. Tristan's pretty good with prisoners. We should get him in there. Well, it's not only that he's strong-willed in his beliefs, but there's something else in his mind, like a fine shard of another power that resists any magical or divine intervention on our part. Mm, Interesting.
1: Your Bruce needs a word.
0: Suffice it to say that Inquisitor Rice's methods are a little more sophisticated than that.
1: He twisted his nipples already, man.
2: Also, (laughs) crack (laughs) his nuts if he's a hard nut to crack.
1: (laughs)
0: <laughs> Corin says well although he hasn't been hard to uh, question young Enigma here uh, did retrieve a journal as well and I've been studying that through the night along with some of the squires that I was able to call in why were you studying them? it's <laughs> <That's laughs> a bit strange isn't it? <laughs> an old man must have some entertainment the oh, journal appears to be a ledger." of some kind, but it was heavily magically encrypted. And we have managed to discover some interesting things from it. These agents had a threefold mission. One part was to take control of the town. And in this, it just says standard protocol, but it does not describe what the protocol is. The second was to seek out those associated with the defeat at Windrush. Their intelligence suggested there was a church knight, the bard Tristan Wilde, hmm. and they wanted to find more information on Bambury Lutes, whose name the church knight shouted before initiating <laughs> his most devastating attack. Their plan was to subvert you if possible or assassinate you. And finally... Their mission, and this appeared to be the most important part, was to find whether the blade carried by the church knight is the sword Kalanoia. If it is, they were to retrieve it at all costs. Beyond that, it said only the one is very interested in the recovery of this weapon. Corin continues, I've been looking for any reference to this name, but I found no record of it at all. And we have not been able to decode anything describing how they would verify that it was this blade.
2: Well, we found it in the tomb of Arana Sarista. So, however, and it looked like it should have been in there with the banner. Do we know if the banners something significant?
0: Yes, the banner was certainly the banner of one of the guardians at the time of the Tide of Light. A very significant artefact. But there is no reference to this sword in any records of that time, though there are precious few that have survived this long. However, there may be a way that you could learn—you uh, could learn a little more about these uh, older things. And what is that way? Preceptor Royo regards you seriously. Look, we've sent for information for other chapter houses and the Grand Church Library in Alvarado, but it'll take time, and that's something we are not certain we have. We're expecting them to cross the border any day now, and although we have our forces down there, this is a kind of war these lands have not seen for centuries. If that sword is something they want, then we need to find out why. It might even be the key to stopping them. Corrin has an idea about that, and Corrin picks up. We need to find out as much as we can, as quickly as we can. And that probably means finding someone who remembers.
3: That's not really an idea, though, is it, Coyne? That's like me saying, I've got an idea. We should find out what it is.
0: Um, Come on,
3: come on, pull it together, man.
0: We have very little that goes to the tide of light or beyond. It is very unusual, but not unprecedented. We have found it helpful in the past on these very old matters to speak with the slow ones. If any law regarding Kalanoia and Olumbria survives, it is likely to be held by the elves.
2: Elves are dicks, just interjecting.
0: As you know, the closest stable elvish communities lie deep in the Woodmarch, which I suppose might be why Banbury has opinions
2: about them. Have you met an elf? It's on our way. Fine, we'll pop in on the elves and ask them if they know who the sword is, but, you know, we've got we've got shit to be doing.
0: Well, if you have a place you desire to locate, it's possible that they would know of that oh, as well. Yeah, <sighs> oh, fuck
3: yeah. elves. So if you think that the sword might be connected to some means of defeating the army that's sort of pushing at the gate, then presumably you will want to to keep hold of that, or do you want us to take it to the elves...
0: Absolutely not. We would like you to take it. Okay. If we have it here, and if it is something they desire, it could become a target for them and bring the whole city into jeopardy. If you can keep moving with it, even if they can sense its whereabouts.
1: Then we're the ones in jeopardy. (laughs)
2: We're about to walk through all the fucking orc villages and stuff. We're going to be in jeopardy anyway. Yes, that's true. Or,
3: here's what we do, is we put the word out that the sword has been taken to Malahim, and then we wait for them to work out where Malahim is, capture one of them, and find out.
2: Genius! Pre- Preceptor Biscuits and uh, other fella, have you got any... Show some respect if you want to be a paladin. I,
3: I don't want to be a paladin. And even if you don't. <laughs> Clip bam, we in the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Put it together, man. Preceptor Arroyo gives you a slow nod.
2: Oh, I find that abusive, but I get the impression some of the squires here get abused in different ways, so I'm going to skip the clipping on the ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. If, we, uh, if we're going to go have to see these elves, they don't really like outsiders. Have you got anything that can get us on the inn?
3: Bambi, what, what are elves actually like other than dicks? Because if we just go dressed up as giant penises, then I'm guessing it's not going to go well.
0: The Preceptor yes. says they aren't entirely keen on dealing with people from outside their folk and this is where you might have to do a bit of negotiation percy mm-hmm. because as you know the Woodmarch is a somewhat uncanny place yes and at the heart of its uncanniness is a shadowy figure who who the church tolerates and could perhaps be an ally but she's also much feared she does have some relationship with the elves, so you may have to deal with the Witch of the Forest.
1: She sounds cool. (laughs) The
3: Witch of the Forest? Yeah. Very well. Um, What's her name, other than Witch? Or do we just refer to her as Witch? Hey, Witch! (laughs) There we are.
0: She actually seems to take that as a uh, as some kind of compliment. Fine. Treat her as you would A lady of high birth By all reports She appreciates that I I haven't dealt with her but Those we've spoken to who have Say she is powerful And whimsical And not to be trusted But she would be able to persuade the elves To talk to you Hmm,
3: Very well Um, And so how many days travel would it be to to Get to the um, wood marches
0: To the edge of the woods Is about a week's travel Fifty-one.
3: Tink! tink, tink, tink. Very well. Well, yes, I guess we'd better get going. Has anybody else got any further questions?
4: Uh, Yes, I might have one. Master Colin, you are a scholar of ancient ways. Um, Yes. I, in days gone by, experienced a vision in which I saw a Sarista fighting a horde of unrecognisable creatures, beasts and monsters, that we haven't seen ever. Um, do you have any information on what those Those
0: are? sound like the warriors of the Canavir Fay. These powerful beasts would be foot soldiers in the armies of uh, one of the terrible ones who ruled the land before the tide of light. That is almost certainly what your vision would have shown if it was around that time. Um, just how
4: long ago was that?
0: Very nearly a thousand years. As you know, it is now the year 986 since the tide of light.
3: Everyone knows that. Since
0: the year zero of our world, it would be at that time that your vision would have been if you saw Ilana Sarista in life. Thank you, Master Corrin. You are quite welcome.
4: Master Corrin, one more question. Very well. Do you know of a quick way in which we can cover this distance?
0: (laughs) Um, Horses are fairly quick.
4: And what about flying wolves?
0: No. Montage? No. Flying wolves are far too small to carry mm. a person.
4: Okay. And is there any way you could make us fly?
0: The magic of flight is a lost art, sadly.
1: Oh, that tooth what guy he was going that? to do it yeah. for us. We need to get in touch with the tooth guy. Uh, I do not
2: think that we want to get Ambiforax to teleport us anywhere. He is not exactly the go to trust. That no, would make
3: things a lot simpler. Let's just do that. <laughs>
2: Can we can the church provide us with some horses, please? We've we've got places to go, and I don't think we're they they can yeah. indeed anyway.
3: Let's just get a horse. Let's have some church horses. Some yeah. Yeah. horses, church please. horses.
0: Maybe a cart, There's a cart so just Four horse. holy horses. And Corinne says, Oh, one more thing. Why don't you take this? And he hands you a scroll wrapped around a quill. And he says, It's a reaching scroll. It will allow us a certain small amount of communication at great distance, should the need arise.
3: Oh, yeah, very well. That sounds good.
0: If you find something useful, you can write a message in it, and we have a matching scroll which will where your message will appear, where we can read it. Likewise, we can write a message that you can read. So
3: anything that we draw on this scroll will appear on your scroll?
0: Yes.
1: Draw an amusing cat!
0: <laughs> Be careful. The, the ink in these quills is finely bound and will not endure f- a huge amount of use. So keep the messages short and clear. Yes, not give it to Bamboo. Right, so after stocking up in equipment, you're heading out of town. Is there anything in particular you're carrying or doing? So you're riding out of town on horses from the church?
4: I have yep. my own horse from the very first episode, if you remember.
0: Of course, uh, and I would imagine yours is like a nice Jennet kind of a horse. Oh yeah, really, uh,
4: it's very fast, which isn't necessarily what we need for this journey. But you know, what color? Blue. It's blue. That's
0: uh, not. But blue. it also
4: has excellent stamina, as you know. That's uh, an important factor. Yeah, in. yeah,
0: that's a good good quality. Yeah. What color is it though?
4: Um, I want to say black. With a okay. a black mane and, uh, you know, he's he's a trusty steed. He's been with me some time. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, that kind of Trakana look. I like it. Yeah, I call him
4: Shorefoot or surehoof sure because he never <laughs> Sh- lets you down. For short.
0: <laughs> Okay, great. Well, that's unnecessary horse description,
4: but I I dig that. That's that's
0: like uh, that's the kind of character detail that really fleshes out the story. I feel, and also I want to hear about horses. Yeah, I was going to that, say that's my deal. This We've got to you- cater for that audience. It's the only group we have not alienated.
4: Yeah, this gives you a horse to kind of give me some character because the horse has got is a bit cocky, so he's a bit feisty because he's not really broken yet so he's got a will of his own
0: <laughs> don't tell me things like that if you roll low that's going to come into play really heavily. Oh yeah, that's fair
4: enough i mean but the horse and i understand each other we've got a mutual respect as bard to horse it's one of the oldest relationships of time
0: cuz Tristan's <laughs> not really fully broken either.
4: No. Thank he's, you. He still gonna,
0: hasn't mastered social intercourse. I give the Oh great. I've said intercourse now. I was
4: going to say let's not use that word. <laughs> I'm going to give the horse a hand to hoof five which is one of the things I've trained him. <laughs> you
1: can give each other a slow nod.
4: Yes. But I
1: think he's just eating yes. hay. <laughs> so
0: what what what's Tristan doing as you uh as you ride
4: out i'm just kind of hanging back because the strawberry guy hasn't got to me and i'm i'm very aware that time i'm kind of looking down at my sundial on my wrist that i've got (laughs) and i'm like guys i i did tell him to be here by sort of new uh sundown so
0: a guy with a little linen cap and uh kind of smock and a big basket of strawberries comes trotting up and goes Master Wild, Master Wild. Ah, Jerome, I knew you wouldn't let me down. Yeah, Jerome, that's me. Do
1: you have my quince preserve?
0: <laughs> he says, "I'm oh, sorry, we're all out of preserve. I can, uh, I can get you some consommé."
1: Oh, that uh, 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 and for catcher?
0: No, it'll be for you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh. Excellent. Uh, I can assure you, ladies and gentlemen, this is the finest strawberry salesman in the whole of Caris. He is my very first stop off before and after any adventures.
0: <laughs> he says, right you are, sir, right you are. You're just lucky that I have these winter strawberries.
4: <laughs> oh, I knew you would. I knew you would, Jerome. You are uh, uh, truly the most... Important man in Caris right now. What I'm exactly gonna is going to throw him what? a bag of gold, what the, which what is. On
1: earth are you doing? <laughs> what the f? I prefer my fruit in season. Well, <laughs> this man
4: has some kind of wizardry when it comes to growing strawberries. Moon, sun, rain or shine, he will have the sweetest strawberries in town. This is why I'm happy to pay.
1: It doesn't sound pay organic. Pay
4: over the top dollar for these strawberries. It's You've like just paid him salad. about ten
2: gold minimum. That's like,
4: well you haven't tried these strawberries and with that attitude i'm not sure you will the
0: strawberries are very good oh all right so you've got strawberries you've got a mysterious ice sword uh anything remarkable about your horse or the equipment you're riding out with enigma (laughs) or is it just that you're alive
1: (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm alive and i'm just pretty damn good with the horse i mean you know we're we're practicing i'm doing them things that you do with horses
0: yeah, you're probably doing some Trevier, some Romvir.
1: Oh, I've done so many of those.
0: It's just side passing, side to side of the road. You don't even care. And still maintaining impulsion. Yeah. It's impressive.
1: And I'm going with music as well. So extra points for that. I'm expressing the musical. That might be gymnastics.
0: Okay, so Enigma's uh, doing dressage. Tristan's doing strawberries. Uh, what's Bambi doing? I'm just riding doing? a horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't know what these dickheads are doing. I'm just. I, I, I
4: imagine. doesn't have a horse. Fine, I'm Banbury riding a donkey, donkey, but
2: I'm just doing it like a normal person. I'm not. He gets oh, a, badger. Like a badger. I don't think you can ride a badger. You can't have a
0: giant riding. Badger. And as we've
2: as we've seen in the previous uh, podcasts, badgers and Gwyn don't mix. Yeah, I so I would disagree we'll just with, with my badger. Uh...
0: Yeah, they're dangerous.
1: He's going to run over your badger with his horse.
0: So I guess like it's almost Percy and Bambury are now riding out like Don Quixote just and Sancho looking over Pancha. our shoulders yeah. thinking, <laughs> "What are you doing?" <laughs> Basically.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely with. I'm definitely <laughs> I've just got a horse. I'm the church, i riding a horse. That's fine. Just at, best, at best, I've also got some coconuts and I'm clapping along so it sounds like
0: I'm riding two horses. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a great image. So, you head out on the road and it's a few days' travel to get to Woodmarch. So, on the first day, what happens, Bambury?
2: I'm going to stoke up conversation with these guys as Bambury is a young lad and he hasn't had a lot of experience and these guys are really... Opening his eyes to the world. It's all right, enigbert. So, like the, the the three of us, the three of us know what the land of the dead's like for the living. But you actually died. What what was that like? It's all right. <laughs> that was it. the The whole the whole of <laughs> everyone's fearful of death, and it turns out being dead being dead is just oh, it's all right. That, is that it.
1: Well,
2: yeah that that is
1: it. Wait, wait, wait till I release my self published novel. And I think that will have more details in it for you.
2: Wait, you are not going to explain to us, the people that came and saved you from death, what death is like, because it will contain spoilers and you're concerned about the three book sales. That won't happen, because I'm pretty (laughs) sure at least two of the three people here are illiterate.
1: I might give you a copy.
2: Well, okay, thanks. Thanks.
1: It's weird. It's weird, okay? (laughs) Weird. It's It's weird.
3: It's good that there was You end
1: up in conversation with cats, alright?
3: Did you feel there was so much gravity to the situation
1: I was going to say, she may be a bit
4: Not really want to talk about it, Bambri
2: Yeah, I'm glad that we've got Long weeks of travel And the one most interesting Mm. thing we have to talk about That, yeah Being dead was fine
3: Just uh, move on Strangely reassuring, man
2: Yeah
0: (laughs) Yes Day two, there's something interesting that happened then. And what was it, Enigma?
1: We noticed that there was a, a whole flock of magpies went past.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, you did. Like, really big flock.
1: Yeah, I really wasn't expecting that. And I can't remember how many were up to for the rhyme. <laughs> Does anyone know the answer for 26? 26 I mean, we're up was, to I forgot
2: my library book. Please make ah. them magpie take it back.
3: It's just like 13 doses of good luck.
1: <laughs> right. We're going to be fine, guys. We're going to be fine. We're just going to be so
2: lucky. We should have brought a bard with us to entertain us this long journey. Oh, Tristan, um, Percy said you need to carry this bag of rocks.
4: Why, that sounds like the sort of thing Percy would say, but uh, <laughs> alas, I cannot.
1: Tristan, do you know any good bards that could have come along with us? Well, that sounds like the sort of
4: thing Enigma would say, but alas... <laughs> I do not, <laughs> for you have the <laughs> finest of parts right here. Ah. Yeah. So
0: the next day, <laughs>
4: this is man, we the have gym, these yeah. quick. I like the idea that we get three minutes of conversation and then just like dead silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rest of the day just silent. Travelling along. Did you see um... that
2: look Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: do you want me to put it in this bag? <laughs>
1: Tell us the story about the watermelons again. Nope. Yep.
2: <laughs> day 17 in the hawk House. Tristan <laughs> has taken to peeling his toenails with his teeth.
0: On day three, you're turning off the uh, main north-south road that you've been following so far, and you're heading east towards the forest, but still through open agricultural land. And something interesting maybe happens that day, uh, Tristan. What happens that day?
4: As we're we're travelling along, and I'm just going to go into excessive description now. Um, for some reason, there is something spooks the horses, and they start to really panic. I mean, my my horse is almost is rearing, but. You know, Percy's. This story's going to be really long and boring because I'm slightly booze-addled now. Basically, the long and the short of it is that Bambury, Bambury's donkey, just rockets, just bolts to the nearest thicket. There's a there's a snake or something, and as Bambury is fighting back, the branches and um, rushes, and he's panicking a bit because you know he's separated from the group. The horse comes to stop, in a glade, and it's this quiet glade, and there's a cheep, cheep. There's this really quiet noise that I think piques Bambury's interest. So, Bambury, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I like that Tristan's become GM now.
2: Well, I guess since I'm clearly interested in this and not some kind of disgruntled teen that doesn't give a shit about anything, I guess I'll go have a look.
4: Well, as Bambury, f- <laughs> describe to me what you do. <laughs>
0: where we've got to is that bambury finds an old nest with a single weak egg in it and there's no sign of any birds of prey around what do you do
2: well the funny thing with birds of prey are they fly for miles and miles and miles looking for food. Yeah, they do. So I imagine this is fine. And it's nature's way. And that's the way it was raised. So I'm just going to back up slowly. I'm going to look really angrily at my mule. I'm going to get back <laughs> on my mule. And I'm going to join the party and resist anyone's attempt to make me get a proper familiar. And then gonna hug. I'm going to hug Jabruce tight to my chest, <laughs> and stroke him and say, You're my best friend.
4: You've always been my best. You're the only one there for me. Shh. shh, shh. <laughs> On
0: the uh, fourth day of travel...
3: My true love sent to me.
0: What did you get sent, Percy? What happens on the fourth day? Oh, shit. Um, (laughs)
3: Hang on, is this the stuff that we sent you?
0: So, well, I I can run with what you sent me there. Yeah, just, yeah. As you're going along, and the path is kind of through thickets and patches of woodland, then it opens out to areas of kind of fairly desolate moorland. And later, it starts dropping into a valley again. You can see farmland ahead. And at one point, there's a whole lot of tight briars at one side. And enigma notices that when she looks more closely at these they actually seem to be grown into a cage ah. and there's some creatures inside what do you do
1: i'm gonna have a closer look i might even get off my horse and have a bit of a look closely what kind of creatures
0: they look like squirrels or
1: something oh cute I'm definitely going closer
0: <laughs> yeah they are they're like little classic forest animals when you get closer You realise that there's something wrong with them?
1: What kind of wrong?
0: Well, they look completely normal, except their eyes seem to be little tiny black jewels.
1: That's normal.
0: And they're in a cage grown from brambles.
1: I'm going to reach out and try and stroke one anyway. (laughs) They're cute!
0: (laughs) It cowers back from you.
1: Oh, come on, little thing. Come on in. You've got pretty it's eyes. Per- pressing
0: itself against the side of the cage. Everyone else, you can see Enigma talking to what appear to be some animals in a naturally grown cage.
4: guess we'll trot over and see what she's doing. Have any of us seen anything like this before?
0: Uh, have you?
4: No. I have. I doubt it. All the time. You have,
0: Tristan. Um,
4: yeah, all the time.
1: Why? Why
0: does it happen?
4: It's... Okay, I'm out of my depth. I've never seen this before. I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look at their eyes. Are those,
4: Look at them. Are yeah. those gems? They're so cute.
0: Their eyes are like little obsidian jewels.
4: Are those jewels? Are they blinking?
0: Yeah, they seem to be like they act like they're normal eyes, but they're not normal eyes. They're like weird little crystalline things.
4: I don't think we should release little jewels. Demon-eyed creatures from a cage.
3: Man, we could give one of them a cuddle. What? What's in there exactly? How many?
4: uh
0: There's uh two squirrels and a rabbit.
1: Yeah, oh, rabbits are always tricky to pick up.
2: A lot of the time, stuff like this that looks like an animal but clearly isn't actually an animal is some kind of magical construct or something that someone's bound. I really don't Seems think we should be messing yeah. with this.
4: Like a trap to lure in weary travellers that might save them nah, and get attacked. Maybe not a
2: trap, but someone someone's clearly done this. These aren't normal creatures. These are clearly magical. We're, we're kind of in a hurry. We've got places to go. Do we want to be dicking about with this stuff? I'm actually
4: yes. semi-inclined to agree with Bambry, But also, my natural curiosity wants to see what they'll do. If we let them out. This does seem like a good
2: plan. I mean, we, we're we going somewhere. We have no idea where it is, Malahim, this is. We've got a year, less than a year, because we've been on the...
4: less ages. Let's I'll be honest, I don't think... Every time
2: we see something interesting, let's let your curiosity <laughs> just stop us get embroiled in a stupid kind of plot where someone comes out and punches us in the nuts and then Percy kills them <laughs> and then Enigma steals something. And then slowly by slowly, we'll be like, oh, we didn't get a male him in time. But don't worry, that'll be fine. And then you're dead.
4: You're yeah. just dead. The
1: man. While he's talking, I'm offering an acorn to the squirrelly one. <laughs>
0: it's cowering back from you it seems they all seem desperate to be as far from you as possible enigma
1: i'm usually good with animals
0: hold on
4: i'm come gonna
1: on,
0: come on. i might try and offer. i'm gonna see what happens if i go near them they look towards you and try and sniff at you
4: yeah what? oh it's
0: oh
1: it's because she's hell? dead
0: it's because she's dead
1: i'm not dead
0: yeah, I'm going to step back and see what they do to Enigma. They are all just trying to get away from Enigma. Wherever she is, they want to be somewhere else. Right, I'm so gonna... I
2: think I think this is some kind of thing. It's a warning signal for undead. It must be like whoever lives in this area has magically created these animals so that they basically detect unliving. And if swarms of zombies are about to rifle through and kill their village, they'll know about it. These are basically canaries in a mine.
4: They might just like bards. Yeah, but the wider implication is
2: What's wrong with Enigma? But she died, didn't she? That is going to have some effect on her.
4: Well, I, I don't know. got better. She seemed mm-hmm. better. I mean, she's been a lot mm-hmm. angrier since she came back, but, you know.
2: Look, we we don't... None of us have... Percy, you've said yourself you don't have any experience with people coming back before you.
3: Yeah? I mean, people dying and coming back.
2: Yeah. Have you met people who
3: have done that before? Apart from me. I, I've never been involved in a in a resurrection, I suppose.
0: Percy's met some people that have, though. You know, being in the church, you tend to... Okay,
2: so what, what what's the usual kind of side effects? It can't just be clear cut, oh, they're fine.
3: Um, well, let, let's. I, I'm not sure that I've, I've ever in- encountered an example whereby somebody who comes back from the dead is then suddenly haunted by weird forest animals
2: with gems in I their don't, eyes. <laughs> I don't think she's haunted by them, I just think these things are set up to detect some kind of undead presence.
4: Two options set them free or run away.
0: What was that, Tristan? You're going to set them free and run away? Set them
4: free or run away. These really? are our two options here. Here's a crazy idea. We just walk
3: past them and pretend they don't exist.
4: <gasps> okay, oh, I agree. Cute. I fear, I fear that makes sense. We've wasted enough precious listeners' time discussing the gem-eyed <laughs> creatures that are scared of Enigma.
1: I'll strike- oh, is it time I- for breakfast?
0: As, as, as you pass on by they keep huddling away from enigma until she's a fair distance from them
2: fine is enigma's horse fine with her it didn't react in any kind of weird way Eh, maybe normal creatures can't detect it it's just uh... but
1: it's eyes are fine
2: yeah i think as i say i think these are some kind of magical constructs let's
4: so sorry continue
2: I was just going to say, Tristan, you're very relaxed about this whole "you're going to die" thing.
4: You're not fussed. The thing is, the thing is, Bambury. When you've diced with death as much as I have, you kind of become yeah. a tad blasé with it. But to be honest, once you've
2: had Enigma say death's meh. yeah, I mean, thing, yeah, I, I can imagine. We're, I mean, I'm not that keen anyway. But like, if you want to go for it, knock yourself out. Next I mean, cave we, troll we see, just put your head in its mouth. We'll see how it goes. We've
4: been to the realms of the dead. They like my tunes. Mm. I reckon I'll make a living there. I'll meet Boots. I'll probably meet Hannah. You know, I've got a lot of live. I've got a lot to look forward to when I die. Yeah, it was a bit weird though, wasn't it? Some of them were just standing around and they were
2: fine. Others of them were in a screaming building, screaming.
4: Yeah, forever. I'll, I'll be honest, Bambry. I'm I'm trying not to panic whenever I think that I could be dead in a year. It kind of is a bit overwhelming. So I'm just putting on a brave face. Uh, just trying okay. to power through the fear. Okay, I'll keep reminding you every opportunity then. Good. Good, good. You do that. Uh, Percy, do we have any more rocks for Bambri's back? Um, yeah, I've heard as a there paladin... There's always more rocks, my friend. The more rocks you carry. In fact, you know, helpless animals. Where does the paladin test stand on this, this front?
2: They're not animals. Those aren't real animals.
4: Yeah,
3: I don't think we should strap those to him. Um, you know, the, 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 the paladin training... Make animals,
1: him wear a squirrel hat!
3: Um, do we have a squirrel oh. hat? There's a squirrel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a squirrel does not a hat make.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hear the wisdom of the paladin. <laughs> Hawks,
4: I say we mount up and we gallop the hell out of here. Yeah, oh, not just, that
1: kind of mount up. Let's just
4: go past this. It's strange. But can we gallop? Because my steed needs to gallop. He's getting a bit feisty.
0: So that night, uh, the inn you come to... It's called the Cage House for some reason.
4: Oh, we're not going to stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that couldn't be more of a trap if it was called the Trap House.
0: (laughs) It's funny because it's quite well reputed. It's actually a pretty nice tavern.
4: Yeah, I bet people that are trapped there say that all the time.
0: You, You can camp out if you want. By the end of the next day, you're coming to uh, Lena's Vale, which is a town on the west of the Woodmarch, and kind of, in a way, like the gateway to Woodmarch. It may be somewhere that bambury has been once or twice. As you're approaching the town, you come in along a gentle valley, and to your right on the far side of a grassy field, studded with woolly sheep, the ground slopes down towards a shallow river. Some distance ahead of you, you can see the town filling the valley with wooden and log-built houses, many of them painted in cheerful colours. Beyond it, the hills are carpeted with forest. A little ahead of the town proper, you pass a small group of farm buildings on a small side track, and a woman in sturdy dungarees and a headscarf hurries out from among them as you pass, carrying a young boy with her. She approaches you and then bows awkwardly and says, Your ladyship, sirs? For some reason, she seems to think Enigma is a fancy lady. Could could I request a fortune from the
4: teller? Ah, oh, for f- Yes, what? you can. Well, it would the- push- be our pleasure. I'm going to push Bambury mm. off his donkey. <laughs> How the
0: hell would you even know that?
1: H- I will allow it.
0: She said, the boy deserves a casting, so we know best to help him grow.
1: How did you... How would you even know that one of us was a teller? Bambury,
0: the teller. Get Banbury, on it. Bambury, there's, there's a deck of cards in your hand. Ah, oh, for f-
2: Fuck's sake. I don't know. Look, well, you seem to be able to tell the future. You knew that someone that could read palms could, or cards could turn up. Right. All right. I'm only going to do a short reading for you because he's only little. So I'm going to draw four cards. The two cards, like, crossed in okay. the middle, doing a personality, and then one card for the future, one card for promises. Past. Shit. <laughs> I can't remember.
0: <laughs> right. So. Okay. So, uh, so, Tristan, what's the first card he draws?
2: Oh, are they get to make him up. I've written them down. Yes.
4: <laughs> the first card is the 6 of Oceans with a a picture of a ship slowly succumbing to the effects of a heavy storm. Excellent. Enigma, what's
0: the second card?
1: In sympathy. <laughs> 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 Got a bunch of flowers. Just shows that you know. <laughs> Says, Sorry He's for your of loss. You <laughs> Congratulations
4: on your new job. <laughs> Get well soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a bad card. The, <laughs> the the card for sympathy actually uh has
0: a picture of Maya, one of the seven sisters, on it. Percy, what's the next card? The bird. And what's the last card, Bambury?
2: The last card is the uh, two angry hedgehogs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: two angry hedgehogs.
2: You're like, why does everyone else get to make them up? That's why. <laughs> I had <I'd laughs> loads, it. but yeah, that's fine. We'll go with normal stuff, not the flirtatious hippos, not not any of the cool stuff I had up <clears throat> my sleeve or on my hand.
0: <laughs> you have drawn the six. The six of oceans is your first card, and what does that signify?
2: Right, because it was the first one drawn. That is something about him as a person. So, right, the six just means it's in the middle. So it's not a one, yep. it's not a ten. So it's kind of, averagely in the middle. the The storm, like the ocean, clearly on this one, on the six, is showing us a storm. So I'm afraid your son is going to be a bit, you know, sometimes a bit angry, sometimes a bit nice. Now the fact that it's a storm means very temperamental. So he's go- when he gets to his teenage years. You're going to have a whale of a time. Um, But hopefully... It's a whale from the ocean. Yeah, it it might be... Shut up, I'm telling a thing now. (laughs) If you've drawn a whale card... Now, the next card that Enigma, helpfully, has drawn is the... uh, Sympathy. What was it again? Sympathy sympathy card. (laughs) So, this one, in conjunction with the Six of Oceans, is saying that he is going to be quite a sympathetic fellow. Now, you're going to... You're gonna see him having like angry times. You can see him have calm times, but you're gonna be quite sympathetic to his needs because you're his mum. So you've mm-hmm. kind of, you, you've really kind of ruined this by by standing too close. I needed to read his, but you've kind of, you, you've got in here now somehow. <laughs> the third card was the, uh, was it bird? the bird? The bird, right? The bird symbolises <laughs> movement and and flight. So it, I imagine, he's probably gonna leave, and that. You're going to be really sad about that. But he's going to travel really far. And uh, unfortunately, he's going to meet two pricks, which is what the two (laughs) angry hedgehogs comes down to. So when he meets those two pricks, he's got quite a temperamental attitude. He's probably not going to do well. And then it's going to come back to sympathy. So I'm afraid your son one day will leave here on the road. He will meet two angry people. He will react badly and he will die.
4: There you go. Have a nice day, love. Bye. Sounds like you're kind of describing yourself there, Bambury. <laughs> <laughs> she write what you know. She
0: kind of looks down and goes, "Thank, thank you, sir. Well, we'll do our best we can to keep young Kenneth from getting, from, following that path that you see for him."
2: Well, unfortunately, you ask for your future. Sometimes you dealt shit.
0: She says, "Well, I suppose at least we're prepared."
2: Yeah. I wonder if um.
3: I mean, you obviously got these cards from the, the realms of the dead, uh, and people can take multiple parts. I wonder by you interpreting their parts, you are basically setting them on them.
2: That would be a... Nah, because I don't believe in fate as, of, uh, as I explained to the lady who gave me the cards, then she laughed off. But then that's just her opinion. Just because you're dead doesn't mean you're, like, actually correct. She believed her unfinished business was something to do with these cards. She's made me have these into, like, reality. Something due to the powers of the dead has meant these cards exist. So fate when, doesn't when exist.
3: You, when you make up horrible shit about people, you, you, there's no chance that that is basically you setting out their path.
4: No, fate doesn't exist.
3: Okay. Like, That's the, fine then, I believe you. Right, let's carry on. <laughs>
4: Just because you don't believe in fate, young Bambri, does not mean, doesn't fate. mean fate doesn't does believe, believe in you. In you. Thank Ooh. you. High fives to Nick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: wonder who the two pricks are that I met.
2: I don't know. I mean, you
3: don't, to be honest, you, you don't believe in personal hygiene, which doesn't mean it doesn't exist.
4: Percy, give him more rocks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, make me sweat more because that's really going to help the situation.
4: It's not going to hinder it, Bam, but it's already pretty unpleasant.
3: Are famously much more family-oriented than <laughs> wolves.
0: <laughs> yeah, wolves we'll hate family. They're notorious loners.
1: But they would have eaten bre- breakfast quicker.
0: <laughs> would have
3: eaten breast milk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to give the coconuts to the floor near. We my spend a lot of
1: time talking on. about really inane shit, Wait, don't we? We're going to need uh, that. Cop- um, Thank
0: you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. It's most of our charm. <laughs> you know, you like, have I have wasted I, so, I live, so much. 5,000 downloads! <laughs> 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 I, I look forward to editing all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, just not, not interested in the conversation about B&B, given how long we can spend on breakfast.
4: <laughs> 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 breakfast! Yes.
1: Frosted
0: um, crunchies.
4: I Next, will... Uh, you- I by
0: the end of <laughs> I'd like a I'll go for the
1: continental. <laughs>